Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, May 12th. The Biden administration stresses the situation at the southern border is going to get worse before it gets better, but vows it will get better. The border policy known as Title 42 has officially expired. That was the policy that allowed U.S. officials to swiftly turn away migrants at the southern border because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But with the end of the health emergency, so too comes the end of Title 42. A Department of Homeland Security official told reporters today there was no, quote, substantial increase overnight or an influx at midnight of migrants across the southern border following the expiration of Title 42. Customs and Border Patrol has around 23,400 migrants in custody as of Friday afternoon. That's according to a source reporting into my colleague Priscilla Alvarez. That is a figure, actually, that is slightly lower than the number of migrants in custody earlier in the week, according to a source with direct knowledge. Now, we've been seeing a pattern this week leading up to the expiration of Title 42 of increased encounters and increased migrants in custody. Authorities report tens of thousands of migrant encounters in recent days, and Mexican officials say thousands more are in northern Mexico. Many border communities' resources are strained, with several additional communities declaring emergencies today. But in El Paso, which declared a state of emergency ahead of Title 42's end, Mayor Oscar Leeser says the city is actually seeing fewer migrants than compared to last week. And I think we saw that because a lot of the asylum seekers that were coming in were under the impression, and unfortunately they were told that uh, if they got here before Title 42 expired, they'd be able to stay in the United States and have political asylum. So we'll be watching to see if indeed that trend continues throughout the weekend. Now, the question, of course, is, well, now what? Now that Title 42 is gone, the government returns to a decades-old protocol under Title 8, which can take a lot longer to process migrants under. And that could pose a steep challenge for authorities facing a high number of border arrests. But Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has repeatedly stressed that migrants apprehended under Title VIII may face a quick deportation process known as expedited removal and then be banned from reentry for at least five years. And migrants who repeatedly try to cross the border could face criminal prosecution. Here was Mayorkas on CNN earlier today. We've been very, very clear that there are lawful, safe and orderly pathways to seek relief in the United States. And if one arrives at our southern border, one is going to face tougher consequences. The Biden administration is also rolling out some new policy measures, some of which are facing legal challenges. One new policy would largely bar migrants who traveled through another country from seeking asylum in the United States. The goal is to encourage migrants to seek refuge in one of the countries they traveled through, like Mexico. But the ACLU, along with other groups, have already filed a lawsuit against the measure. In a statement, the ACLU said the ban, quote, places vulnerable asylum seekers 
in grave danger and violates U.S. asylum laws. We've been down this road before with Trump. The administration also plans to return people from Cuba, Venezuela, Haiti, and Nicaragua to Mexico if they cross the border unlawfully. Previously, this policy just applied to people from Mexico. The Biden administration also tried to roll out a plan Wednesday to deal with the overcrowding at border facilities, but a federal judge temporarily blocked the measure on Thursday. The plan would have allowed U.S. Customs and Border Protection to release migrants from custody without court dates or, in some cases, release them with conditions. The state of Florida sued to block the policy, and a judge agreed to put it on hold for two weeks. The judge criticized the Biden administration's explanation for releasing the plan so last minute. Mayorkas responded to that court ruling when he did a round robin of interviews on morning shows this morning, calling the ruling, quote, very harmful. Officials say it will make their job more difficult amid the surge of migrants at the border. An appeal is expected. Our immigration laws and crises at the border are now one of the main political footballs that get tossed around in American politics, and that is through various administrations, whether a Republican or a Democrat, is in office. But clearly, the Biden team is feeling the pressure of this moment. And Secretary Mayorkas this morning on CNN in one of his many interviews sought to start applying some of that political pressure over to Congress. We are operating within very serious constraints. And the two primary constraints are as follows. One, a fundamentally broken immigration system that hasn't been fixed for more than two decades, and we need Congress to act. Two, we need Congress to provide us with the resources that we need, that we requested, and that we haven't received. Of course, House Republicans just passed a border security bill yesterday that is their marker for how they have responded to this moment. Speaker Kevin McCarthy called it, quote, the strongest border security bill this country has ever seen. This bill secures the border from President Biden's record crossings, record carelessness, and record chaos. By passing H.R. 2, House Republicans have shown we're focused on addressing our nation's biggest challenges. By contrast, the White House has two years to plan for the end of Title 42. We all knew the deadline, but the White House produced no plan, missed the deadline, and bumbled into another crisis. The bill would restart construction of a border wall, increase funding for border agents and upgraded border technology, reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy, place new restrictions on asylum seekers, and enhance requirements for E-Verify, a database employers use to verify employees' immigration status. However, this House Republican bill is, of course, dead on arrival in the Democratic-controlled United States Senate. And just to make it a crystal clear point, the White House issued a veto threat. The immigration issue is going to course through the 2024 election, first in the context of the Republican nomination race and how Republicans seek to stake out turf separate and apart from their Republican opponents, mainly trying to look to be the toughest on the border when it comes to border security. But obviously, this is also going to be a major flashpoint of an issue in the general election. 
We told you yesterday how Donald Trump would not rule out bringing back his administration's family separation policy when he was asked about that at CNN's town hall on Wednesday. As you know, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is widely expected to jump into the Republican presidential race before too long. He told reporters today how he would crack down on immigration if elected, even suggesting the U.S.-Mexico border should be shut down. You shut it down. If you come across the border illegally, you get sent back. You don't get a notice to appear for a trial in two years. What kind of a deterrent is that? It doesn't work. That sound was courtesy of CNN affiliate WFTX. And of course, on this podcast, we focus on the politics of these issues that are vexing our political leaders. But we must remember, of course, that there are real people making very tough and dangerous decisions to come to the United States for what they hope is a better life. I want you to listen to my colleague David Culver's incredible reporting. He was on board a freight train from Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, with migrants from many different countries, all hoping to reach the United States. I asked her why the U.S. She said to have a better future. Since it's very dangerous for women, too. And they said food is, is just really scarce right now. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Steve Lichtai is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday. <laughs> 